This is the South Florida Tech Podcast, a weekly show where we bring you the awesome, innovative people building our South Florida tech community. Each week, we'll introduce to you one of the Sunshine State's top business, startup, or tech leaders. Learn about who they are, what they do, and have some fun conversation along the way. This week's sponsor is the Delray Beach Startup Sales Message. In a time where most people don't pick up their phones, text messages have a 99% open rate. Sales Message's two-way texting platform gives you a simple dashboard to send, receive, and manage text message conversations online or on the go. To learn more, go to salesmessage.com. My name is Joe Russo. I'm the uh, CEO of the Palm Beach Tech Association. Uh, We're proud to bring you uh, the third episode of the South Florida Tech Podcast, a weekly show where we bring you the awesome and innovative people building our South Florida tech community. Uh, each week, we'll introduce you to one of the Sunshine State's top tech leaders, learn more about who they are, what they do, and have some fun conversation along the way. And this is, of course, presented by the Palm Beach Tech Association, the nonprofit dedicated to building South Florida into a tech hub. Uh, and I am very excited to be joined uh, by Shana Ostrovitz. Uh, who is our guest today. Uh, She is the executive director of 1909, uh, a native of Albuquerque, New Mexico, a graduate of Northeastern University. Uh, Her work background includes uh, the big names, Procter & Gamble, General Electric. She also worked uh, in the nonprofit realm for the American Diabetes Association. And uh, before joining 1909, she spent four years on a startup known as Rooster in Delray Beach uh, and had worked and focused on building uh, entrepreneurs at that uh, company. And now she does that with 1909, a nonprofit dedicated to build Palm Beach County's um, entrepreneurs and startup businesses and the creative industries. Uh, just celebrating uh, first anniversary this year with uh, two co-working locations in West Palm and downtown Delray. And uh, for myself, I'm also the co-founder of 1909. So it's really great to have Shana on board, on the show, and really moving things forward. So thank you so much uh, for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on as the third guest. So uh, tell us more about you. Tell us who Shana is. Oh, wow. Loaded question. Um, So I am, as you mentioned, the executive director of 1909, and that is incredibly important and close to my heart um, because of my experience as an entrepreneur myself here in South Florida. Um, And I think that going through that and being a creator, being, um, you know, maybe what you consider an ideator and having an idea that I wanted to bring to life, um, I very quickly saw the need for support, the need for community, and um, that it's really, really difficult to do it alone. Um, Even, you know, with a co-founding team, you need a lot of other resources to really have a successful and thriving business. And, and I don't just mean that from a money perspective, actually, that sometimes not as important, um, often it's not as important as the other support and resources that you need as a founder. So um, that's really where my heart is, is just being a support system for other people who are bringing big ideas to life and who understand the power of community and who get that if they work together, um, we're all going to be more successful. We're all going to thrive and our communities are going to be better for it. Um, so that's, that's me in a small nutshell. <laughs> you were in New Mexico. You're in California. What brought you to Florida originally? 
Uh, I was actually recruited for a job. So um, my background, as you mentioned, was some of the big consumer products companies on the marketing side. And um, I got a phone call from a good friend of mine from college who knew I was in that space and was actually working on a quote unquote startup. They were, you know, eight years into uh, the business world, but for consumer products, you know, it's still small, still chugging away. Um, but they were growing from a family sized business to, you know, a business that needed more people to lead the charge. So I was one of the first marketing people brought onto that team. And we helped grow the company from about 30 to $100 million um, in the next couple of years and bring on some really, really big customers. So um, that's what brought me here was kind of knowing that I could be part of an early stage company and knowing that that was something I was passionate about. Um, and the opportunity was here. And now you're obviously working um, more or less the last five years uh, building the entrepreneurial community in South Florida, both with Rooster and now with uh, 1909. Um, you know, a two part question there is, you know, what have you seen in the last five years, um, you know, in, in doing that work? And, uh, I got the second part is what are you seeing now, um, with the COVID-19, um, effects, uh, and the impacts of that same small business community? Um, so I guess the first part of the question, what have I seen over the past five years is definitely a significant growth and positive shift towards collaboration and efforts and resources for founders and business owners. Um, you know, when we first started the business, it was really difficult to find help. It's not that it wasn't there, but it was difficult to find and it was very scattered. We had to spend a lot of time finding help, um, you know, which is kind of funny when you're trying to start a business, is, you know, taking that time to search for it. Um, adds a whole other level of challenge. So I have seen in the past five years significant changes in a positive way of organizations working together, of South Florida coming together and realizing that we can be a hub if we want to be and if we choose to work together and provide the resources that founders need. Um, and I've seen a lot of that, a lot more collaboration, which has been really exciting um, to see and to be a part of and to kind of watch that journey progress for Founders, And I think you'll see, too, that there's a lot more activity with young companies that are getting more traction and, you know, are seeing better success because of that. Um, because, again, everybody's working together and coming together as a community to do that as a whole. So that's really what I've seen, you know, over the recent years. Obviously, the past month has been, um, you know, completely unexpected. Um, you know, the impact of that, I think, on the businesses locally, especially small businesses, is, you know, we're not even going to be able to understand the impact for a long time. But I think what I've seen and what's kind of the most unsettling is that even the business owners who have tons of experience and have been able to develop really successful, um, you know, ways of operating are in the same challenges that anybody else can because nobody could have prepared for the fact that, you know, business just had to shut down. Um, and there are very few people who have operations and finances and staff and anything set up or processes set up to make that shift quickly. Um, I think so for me, that's been really um, interesting and, and kind of sad to see is that a lot of the business leaders that I look up to and I usually go to for help are in the same boat, you know, they were unprepared and are trying to kind of deal with the same things. 
So I think that that's been part of it. I think one of the other things too is that most people don't know where to turn to for help. So right now, because everybody's kind of dealing with the same things, um, and there's a lot of unknowns around some of the programs that have been coming out to support small businesses, and there's been a lot of changes among around the support coming out, um, and people are kind of trying to filter through that, the right now in this moment where you go for help has been uncertain. So I think for us, seeing that as 1909, and you know, I know you and the Palm Beach Tech Association and several other groups are trying to say, you know, business owners need help now. Unfortunately, you know, waiting for the loans to come in, waiting for different um, programs to step in, it's, they can't. You know, they don't have the ability to do that. Their rent was due April 1st. <laughs> Their employees either need to get paid or getting let go. And so they need help now. And I think that's kind of what we're looking at and what we're trying to tackle is how do we become the business triage support mm -hmm where, you know, there's an emergency situation right now and business owners need help and we're going to step in and do that. Um, so that being said, and, you know, as depressing it is, it is, I would say that with the inspiring part of it is seeing the business community and the private sector step up and make a difference. You know, I've seen a lot of that. I've seen so many leaders in our community just saying, hey, we're not waiting. You know, we know people need help now. We're going to pivot. We're going to offer new things and we're going to provide the help that people desperately need now, whether it's getting people food, getting people access to, you know, new technology programs that they need to keep their businesses afloat. Um, whatever it is, I think we've seen a tremendous surge of people stepping up in the private sector to really make a difference. Um, so that to me has been really inspiring. Yeah. And I know it, you know, in, in this, um, in this time, like the, the compassion is really going to be key there. Um, I, I think I saw something from Mark Cuban even the other day um, where he was saying that, you know, capitalism alone doesn't really kind of do anything, but you know, we all kind of have to understand we're in it together. And um True words, I don't think, have uh, been spoken yet today uh, that, you know, no one person is affected by this. You know, we all are. So we all have to be part of the solution. Um, you know, that said, there were some really um, interesting um, folks at 1909 right now who are, you know, still plugging away. Um, I'm curious if, you know, anybody comes to mind to say, you know, who are the people that are trying to make the best out of this and, you know, keep things going, even though we're in a tough time? I mean, we've seen a lot of people adapt. That's one of the things that I love and I'm constantly inspired by with 1909 members is not only the creativity they have to be able to put in place new ideas, but their ability to execute and execute quickly. Um, and that's just who they are innately. And that's kind of the culture we have. So, you know, we've seen people, we have a couple, you know, nonprofits, um, Pat's to College and Inner City Innovators, and they work with young kids and youth in our community who really need support and who are normally in school right now as part of what supports them through their process. And um, now they're really having to step in even more to offer programming to make sure those kids in the community are getting the help that they need so that they don't lose all the progress that they've made. Um, and we've seen them doing great things. You know, I know Ricky at Intercenter Innovators, they've upped their mentoring and Christine over at Pats of College, they're doing virtual career um, panels to make sure kids are still on that path to getting to college. And, you know, they've had to do that really quickly. So, you know, it's inspiring to see that. And then I've also seen, you know, we have lots of creative people in the marketing and technology spaces 
who have taken this and are helping their customers. So, you know, one of our members has said, hey, my customers, you know, I help them with marketing and website building, but I know that they need to figure out loans right now. So I'm going to help them with that too, because, you know, I'm technologically savvy and I can probably help walk them through some of these processes and finding the materials they need easier than they would be able to do on their own. So um, it's been really interesting to see people just quickly shifting and making sure that what they're doing as a contribution can still continue and they can still continue to help the people that they've been trying to help on a day-to-day -day basis before this happened. And on a point about, of course, about the loans, um, you know, we talked a little bit about that. Um, and hopefully everybody is getting um, their applications in and hopefully we're all know soon, but you know, we're again, we're all in the same spot together. Um, so let's talk um, more about you for a second. Uh, you know, we, I've asked the last uh, two guests we had, um, you know, where, what their kids uh, would say about what they do. But uh, in, in your case, um, we're asked what your fiance, Sam, whose birthday it is today. So happy birthday to him. Uh, what does he say about you? Happy birthday, Sam. What does he say about what you, who, uh, you do and the, the kind of work that um, you uh, have made such a passion in your life? I think that, um, you know, on one hand, Sam would say, because he gets to see it every day, just that I like to do hard things, which is not always, um, you know, a great thing when you're somebody's, you know, significant other is being with someone who's constantly just taking on really hard challenges um, in their life, whether it's career or, you know, running a marathon or whatever it is. Um, he sees that I'm really driven by that, but also the impact that that has. So, um, you know, I think most of the time as a leader of an organization or someone who's trying to move things forward, you know, putting on a positive face and being creative and doing all those things is really important. But, you know, Sam gets to see the side of me that shows, you know, when I'm anxious and stressed and when I feel like, I don't know, you know, what the right answer is right now and the weight that that puts on me knowing that, you know, I have 200 plus members relying on me to make certain decisions, especially right now, um, to move us all forward. So, he sees that, you know, on a daily basis. I think he would tell people that I'm a much more anxious and stressed person than people know, um, but that I also put in the work and um, am willing to take on those hard things. So um, I'll have to ask him, actually. <laughs> I'll, uh, <laughs> I would like to ask him his own answer to see if that's accurate. One of the things I always give credit to you guys is for whatever reason, you have this innate ability to come with really good couple costumes. So the Ruins World one on the last yeah. Halloween together was awesome. Uh, we had a lot of fun together. That's something that he, what I would say about him is he allows me to be silly, which you really need in life, especially when you're doing serious things most of the time during the day. Yeah. It's just that time to be silly and laugh and enjoy life. Um, super important to have that balance. It's the one um, thing I've seen about you guys most. It's that, you know, underneath the professional aspect of everything, you guys are kind of dorks and I'm a fan of that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if it's on purpose, but I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, it it's who you are, most importantly. Yeah. Um, so back over to 1909 for a second. Um, we have uh, the two workspaces with 1909, the one in West Palm and the one in Delray. 
And obviously everyone at home right now and co-working really internationally is kind of, you know, in an odd place because no one is supposed to really even be out of their homes to go to the office. You know, what, a, what are the impacts been around that? And how have you been using technology to keep the community engaged, even though we can't really be there in person? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think the impact for us is probably similar to anyone who runs a business that functions on a day-to-day -day basis with people being in a physical location. Um, so, you know, our workspaces tend to be very busy on a normal day with lots of people showing up and coming in to, you know, run their own businesses from there. The one thing I would say, um, and I give credit to those who were part of 1909 before me, is that there's always been a um, really strong focus on community over just the physical space. And I think that that culture has been built from the beginning, and that's what we're really leaning into now, is the idea that you don't have to be in a room together to be able to get the support that you need um, and to be able to collaborate and work together. So. Um, you know, we have really decided to lean into that. And as we've shifted to essentially completely virtual membership, um, we've, you know, taken all of our programming to online events. We have um, created a new, an entirely new section of our website where people can log in and get resources that are very specific to their needs. And we've also launched a new member to member and member to mentor connection portal where people can get specific help on areas that they need um, pretty much real time and same day. And I think that that's really important because right now, as I said before, you know, it's hard to know where to turn to. It's hard to know where to get help from. And there's lots of being able to next day else who can help you um, is incredibly important. And that's something that um, I'm really proud to say 1909 is just a powerhouse in. I mean, we're not just a community of people that have big ideas. We have a lot of those. We also have incredibly talented and skilled people who can execute on those ideas. And that's often where things get lost or things don't happen, especially when you're in a state of urgency is how do you get a new website up to do e-commerce? You know, how do you do a marketing campaign around that? How do you let people know that you're still open or still a functioning business and shift your processes? And a lot of that needs to be implemented by people who know how to do that or who know how to use the technology to be able to get that working. And um, we have both, which is really great. So I've seen that, you know, from our team, not only our staff, but, you know, we've had several members step up and volunteer their time to redo our website, to get this new virtual platform launched, to do the design and videos around it so that we can market what we're doing and share with people what we're doing. Um, and it's been pretty incredible just to see the power of community and collaboration come to life, even when everybody's separated. Um, you know, in, in a matter of two weeks, we've shifted our business model almost completely from being in person every day to being virtual and um, still keeping people connected. And, and that I can say is not because of me, but it's because of the talent that we have within the community of people who are making it possible and you know they're working with each other to do that as well so um, you know it's just really exciting to see that come to life it's a really hard time for all of us but for me that's continues to motivate me is to see the power of collaboration um, and people getting that and knowing that you know if they step up for one another that together we're all gonna get through this 
So what inspires you? I think you hit on a little bit of that, but you wake up every day and obviously put your heart and soul into what you do, but what inspires you to do that? Definitely the, you know, members. I mean, every day I get to work with the most creative and talented people I've ever met. And, you know, it's every day I get to interact with different people who are working on incredible projects, many who I believe are going to change the world. And I get to be a small part of that. So seeing what's possible and what people are capable of and just the potential and skill that we have in our community is what motivates me. Um, You know, I've thought to myself, if I were ever to start a business again, what would I want? And I would want to be a part of 1909, you know, as a founder myself, like I would want that because every day it's just, it's hard not to be motivated and inspired when you, you know, are around other people who are just incredibly ambitious and incredibly talented and they're bringing amazing ideas to life and they're supporting one another. They're not doing that on their own and they don't believe that like they're going to be the only one to do it. You know, the people that come together as part of our community um, believe in community and they believe in collaboration. And so for me, that's what gets me up every day is just knowing that I get to be a small piece of all of these amazing things going on and get to interact with all these incredibly smart and talented people. Um, And I get to see what they bring to life which is pretty exciting. And with that, you know, you started a lot of the, uh, a lot of the work really from the ground up into launching the uh, accelerator program uh, for 1909. Uh, So you uh, led uh, four of those last year. And now we uh, just got word, uh, I think it was this past month in March, right? That the city of West Palm Beach um, uh, provided a $25,000 grant to 1909 for uh, a West Palm Beach accelerator for this year. Uh, obviously, um, there's some you know concern with the coronavirus and everything going on now. But um, tell us more about what the accelerator is about and what the plans are for it here over the next year, if you could. Sure. Um, so quickly, I do want to give a thank you to um, City of West Palm Beach and um, Chris Rug and all the team over there because. Um, having the support from the city to do programs like this is absolutely critical. Nice to entrepreneurs and innovation in the city. So um, that being said, the accelerator programs are really to help people develop their ideas into reality. So one of the things we really focus on and lean into is early stage businesses. And that's really important um, and unique because there's a lot of programs out there that will not accept or not even look at people until they're at a certain level. And for those of us who, you know, have been entrepreneurs or been in entrepreneurial space, you know that that discovery and experimentation phase is literally the hardest and most important and most challenging to get through. So, you know, that's what we really provide those programs for is to help people, you know, flush out those ideas and get clarity on what they want to move forward with and, you know, understand the foundation that they need to set. Um, And we also accept people from all different industries. Um, You know, we have tech startups and we also have people that are doing stuff in the health and wellness space. We have people um, building cosmetics companies. We've had nonprofits, you name it. You know, we help people kind of work through those ideas. So um, this year, what's really exciting is we are going to be adding in a new element, which was actually in partnership with one of our past accelerated participants, um, Andreas Espinoza and Game Lab Marketing, his company. 
So where we're adding a level of um, tracking, accountability, um, and milestone progress into the program. And we believe that's really important because, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially in the beginning, you don't get a lot of feedback on what you're doing and how you're doing and what you're accomplishing. You're getting a lot of no's, you're getting a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, you're, you tend to get more negative than positive. And not that we're trying to necessarily give people positive responses for things that aren't positive, but hitting certain milestones and getting to certain places and doing certain things should feel good. Um, the fitness industry has proven how powerful it can be to add in this type of accountability tracking. Um, and that's what we're planning to implement into the accelerator this year and what the city has come on board to help us support with that. So we're really excited. It's going to be a brand new tool um, that we're going to be able to incorporate into the program. We believe that it has, you know, a huge scale potential to help entrepreneurs, you know, throughout our community and, and much broader than that. So I think that, you know, it's really exciting and we're just at the beginning stages, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing it come to life. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I know I just run across Andres every so often and he's really, he's just been giddy about the idea for a very long time. So excited yes. to see where that uh, comes into play. So uh, going back to you here with only a you know, few minutes left, um, what have you and, uh, and Sam been doing to keep yourself from being uh, too stir crazy here over the last few weeks? Are you watching any TV shows? Are you, um, you know, try listening to new music, you're trying to get out of the house every once in a while. What's on the, the schedule for you to try and get um, your, your sanity time? Yeah, I mean, we're both really active. So we run almost every day. Um, we did that before, but we're being really adamant about continuing to do that now. Um, we also are pretty active Brooklyn Nine-Nine watchers. So that's a nice, um, funny TV show that we can watch every now and then. I think the one thing that's interesting about all of this and that, you know, I don't know if people not, I, I do know people have insight into, but maybe the greater community is that a lot of times, you know, for us that are business owners, leading businesses, we're not, um, bored. <laughs> There's actually a lot more work to be done yeah. and it feels like a lot less time to get it done, um, because of the sense of urgency. So I would not say that we're fitting into that category of trying to find new TV shows and do puzzles. Um, not that that's not important. I do believe, you know, self-care, especially right now, is important and having a balance is important. But I think especially when it comes to business owners and, you know, being a representation of that, I want to remind people that most of them are very busy right now. And <laughs> they're working their butts off to sustain through this time um, you know, and get to the other side with a successful business. So have some compassion for those people who aren't, you know, just, it's not just, Oh, you get to sit on your couch and do nothing. Like it's almost the exact opposite. Yeah, it's a funny thing for me. Somebody mentioned the other day, it's like, you seem busier now, not even going to the office than you were when you used to go to the office every day. And I'm like, yeah, that's good. so much more kind of pressure on us to really, um, you know, put out good, solid work and quality. So the mm -hmm. people who rely on us and the work that we do, uh, and that we can all get through this together, you know, and, and that's a weird thing, right? Like, we're not going out and having beers with anyone anymore. You know, we're like myself, <laughs> I've tried to get better at cooking. Uh, jury's still out, but I think I'm doing all right. 
uh, but you know, that's in exchange for, you know, going out and like you know, having a beer, having a bite to eat with friends, you know, we're just taking our social time and trying to internalize it more. But, you know, I, I've been working out my balcony for like, you know, 12 hours straight, um, just nonstop. And, uh, I, I do have to say it's a pretty uncomfortable chair. So I'm pretty, you know, locked in there <laughs> during that time, uh, just to try and get, um, some things out the door. So it's, so it, it is an interesting time, but, um, I'm trying to find, uh, find the, the, the good things in it. So, you know, we went through Tiger King, so now we have to find actually good TV shows to watch. <laughs> There you go. Well, if you need to laugh, I highly recommend Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And that came from Dalen, who's another 1909 person. So recommendations being passed. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> another dork in his own right, too. Uh, and hilarious on Twitter. Um, so that said, what is the one call to action that you would have for our South Florida tech and innovation community? Um, I would say from us at 1909, uh, follow us on our website and on social at we are 1909. Um, we're coming out with a lot of things and I think we can give you all a lot of insight into what's going on in the small business community and we're going to be offering some programs um, to support them. Um, so, you know, definitely follow us because I think Again, together we can make a lot happen, and I think waiting for outside resources to get it done um, is not going to lead us to where we want to go. So I would say, you know, especially from the small business side, I mean, that makes up a huge piece of our economy, you know, and I think we all have that vision, I know I do, of, hey, when all of this lifts, I want to go out in the streets and go to my favorite places and, you know, interact with people at my favorite businesses. Um, and if we want to do that and we all want to see the other side, I think that now it's really important to get involved and understand where the needs are and um, where we can best help. Because um, I think people know it's scary, but I don't think they know how to help. So I would say if you want to know how you can be involved and help, there are lots of people doing things, but we are definitely going to be sharing and um, providing ways that you can get involved in helping uh, small businesses move through this. Yeah, and of course, buy local yeah. as much as you can, right? Um, so, and so thank you so much, uh, Shana, for uh, taking the time and joining us today. Uh, again, if um, you love to learn more about Palm Beach Tech, you can go to palmbeachtech.org. Uh, click on get involved if you want to get more engaged into the community. Obviously, uh, if you'd love to join as a member, uh, we'd love to talk to you about that. You can click the join today tab. And uh, for everybody in watching, again, my name is Joe. Uh, and thank you, big uh, Shana, for joining us today. And hope everyone has a good rest of your day. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye. We'd like to thank our producing sponsor, Media Ops. They're the premier global media platform for technical communities with brands such as DevOps.com, Security Boulevard, Container Journal, and Digital Anarchist. DevOps.com, their primary brand, attracts and engages a thriving online community of technology professionals around the world. It is currently the largest collection of original content relating to DevOps on the web today, featuring up to the minute news, highlighted stories, blogs, and much more.